relax. Those beats mean you're now listening to the very real people in places that supply your high. This is Grown Local with Billy Wayne Davis and Mike McGowan. That's a good song. So Billy, silky you smooth. Say it every time. Say it. I do say it every time because it's a good song. It's awesome. If you guys only knew how much I listen to it when not listening to the podcast or recording, like I just have it on my phone. I wish I could, we should turn it into ringtones and sell it. Okay. We said we shouldn't do this on the podcast. How's it going it's there, buddy? We. It's not we. There's no we. I don't just say stuff like that. Um, it's it's a mic problem. Mike is an idea, man. And they just, he just says them. Because usually, I think the problem is usually it's around plants or Alex. You can just say whatever and it doesn't matter. But then I, you just said, you also do that on interviews and in person. And I'm like, hey, man, people are listening to that. Um, I'm making fun of you as my microphone fell. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. I'm paying attention to the five stories in my head. I want to tell you right now that I'm just like, no, no, we're no, doing the thing. There's none. There's, you don't have to tell any of them. Uh, and I know that you're at, you're not in the, in the kitchen right now because of the stuff. So I'm giving you some, giving you some leeway. But all God. the leeway. God, sometimes. What do you, stop it. Um, <laughs> Hey, what we should do is hang upside down and get a can. You're like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and then like, the, like our awesome listeners are like, Hey, what about that upside down thing? Mike mentioned you're like, it's a physical impossibility. Stop <laughs> listening. It's like, it's like the Joe Rogan stuff. It's like, if Mike starts talking about anything, but cannabis, we don't listen. We're not. That's it's like when Billy starts talking about cannabis, you're like, tune that out. You just tune it out. It's, <laughs> it's going to be on track, but very wrong. The terms are going to be wrong and the order is going to be wrong, but it's all going to be. He's, yeah, yeah, it's a mash there's, in there's there. There's physics missing in a lot of my equations. I'll be honest with it's you. It's just uh, logistics of not understanding. Like, we can do a lot of the stuff that you come up with. They're cool ideas, but it's like budget wise and logistically wise it's like yeah dude eventually i would like to you know turn a profit one day i am happy that we break even pretty much doing this so well that's after the the patreon people thank you that's after the grown local aerospace garden that we were talking about i mean it is we were somewhere you guys one time We'll get to this episode in that. We're just, hey, we're driving and we saw this greenhouse. It was like one of those old greenhouses, like iron and glass. And Mike was like, that's what I want, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, God, he just can't. And it is cool. I would be cool. And then you look into it and you're like, yeah, it's a bazillion dollars. Cause you got, there's like eight people that have them and they're all mean old ladies that inherited money. And <laughs> they like shotguns and like dark guns. And yeah, and they want, 16 million dollars and he's like yeah but i've got a line on two of them and you're like you don't okay it's not reality so anyway and i'm in here i'm like i put a tent next to my water heater and now i'm growing weed uh it's going good i watered them today we can talk about that on the other one uh i watered them today because i did the thing that we learned at bird birdie and then I feel in the soil. And then I eat price is dirty. And then to double check, because I'm I did the I have a one of those sticks where it says and it was like, hey, come on. I knew it. My hands some. Give them some. But I also let me it's a whole nother show. I gotta stop. Um <laughs> look at your excitement though. That's what I love. And get on the Patreon and see how excited Billy Billy usually has to tell me to shut up until we record and when I get into these farms and looking at this shit and these amazing gardens. And now he's getting that. So we, there is a transference of energy going on on the Patreon. And I love to see the spark of enjoyment. Yeah, I was like heckling other comedians on Twitter because they were like, Miracle Grow, soils grow, uh, plants grow in dirt. And I was like, no, plants grow in soil. Nothing grows in dirt, dude. Um, 
and then I was caught myself and I was like, I'm becoming a person like that, a plant person. That's fine. <laughs> Speaking of plant person, uh, this was, uh, we found several people on Twitter that we didn't know. And then a, I guess for lack of a better term, a fan of mine was like, Hey, you should talk to these two people. And we did. And it was awesome. And his story's kind of rad. You guys really nerded out on some stuff. Like it was, this is a heady conversation with our man here. Uh, just on a, on a nerd level. So I nerd, I just, I zoned out a lot. I was just smoking weed a lot where I was like, I'll let you guys. And then I broke you back down. But the dime bag on this one is, it's like another language, you guys. Oh, so, yeah. But enjoy. It's, uh, yeah, I'm not going to ruin any of the, it's, this dude's cool. He's just rad, real chill. Uh, we hung out for a while. And, uh, yeah, we didn't get charged. We didn't get charged extra for the blunts. Yeah. I know. I always think that. I, usually I'm not worried about that stuff at all because of, I don't smoke the morning of or any of that stuff in a hotel. But when he, and he's like, you mind if I smoke blunts? And I was like, no, cause I didn't think we'd hang that for that long. And then he kept roll. I forgot that people that roll blunts like that do it on the rag. Like that's how they smoke. But well, we had like a big bong and stuff. But I was like, I didn't care, but I was, and I was gonna pay the thing. Cause I was like, it was worth it. This dude was dope. I didn't <laughs> want to fuck up the vibe. Go ahead. Was but I was for sure smoking like Cuban, like Castro type of blunts the entire time. Like the second he finished a blunt, he just got out a huge mess of weed and just huge fucking blunt and was smoking. I loved it. He reminded me a lot of the people I grew up with. Oh, so. once he started, it was like second nature. But the next, like after he left, do you know what I mean? Like the traveler uh -huh. in me was like, oh, that smells totally different than what we've been doing uh okay. i mean you're good at cleaning up you're you're a tidy person but i've never seen you this intricately cleaning a hotel room where you went over to the table where he was breaking the blunt up and you're like i just did the tobacco is what scares me more than the weed man that's the thing is like that's the smell that people that lingers more than anything else and it's gross but you know it is um, I, I love smoking cigarettes. I loved it. They're gross. <laughs> it's the truth. It's real. Stop it's, smoking cigarettes. Smoke cannabis. Don't hypocrite. I know. PSA shit like that. I sent you the book. <laughs> read the fucking book. Just read it. You don't have to quit. Just read the book. Just read it. I don't want to read it because you might work. I'm a baby. <laughs> Do the thing. Do the thing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for our buddy, Royce. We're good. Um, now, we are in Denver. Um, had a fun... We're in it. We're in Denver. Well, we're outside of Denver. Let's let's be honest. The DTC. The, D the Denver tech center because <laughs> uh nice hotels are pretty affordable out here that's that's what we're doing it's crazy how that works all the room yeah it's great and i put out because our first the first half of the season in colorado we kind of focused on who and how they legalized it and it was really cool we got to talk to a lot of the guys really they were they did it they were involved like 64 yeah and uh so and how simple what they did was and it was like really cool and now the second half because denver's in colorado is so wide open industry wise i was like i'm gonna let's get a let's get a swath is that the right way to yeah of the industry and we have you know we haven't talked to anyone that's like one foot in one foot out kind of and I think that's a good way to describe what you're doing. Uh, I was in, so when I came, when I first came out here, uh, I actually came out here with the intention of learning how to make ice water hash. 
Like that was like a, a goal of mine. Like I heard that that was like you can make dabs with ice and water, and I was like, <laughs> holy shit! Yeah, I gotta learn how to do that. Uh, and I actually got really lucky when I first came out here. Uh, I started working at uh, at Kind Love, and they had like just started their an ice water hash yeah. program. Probably like three months into me being there, and I had been busting ass in the trim room. And I just straight up told the managers, I was like, so I'm going to be the hash maker's assistant when that starts. He was like, yeah, we'll run interviews. I was like, no, the fuck you're not. <laughs> you just don't waste your time. No. <laughs> you're not running shit, man. I'm, I'm going to do that. So that's why I started doing it. You'll hear this story a lot in the industry, uh, especially when it comes to like the head grower position, extractor positions. You'll hear this a lot where there was, it was a fallout. Uh huh. Between uh -huh. oh, that's yeah. That's Mike's going I'm through sure, some. I'm sure. Uh, I got, I'm sure I Mike got could could have. Y'all can talk off. Please. <laughs> I'm not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare. I, would, I don't. I don't bring up people's names. And, and no, and but dirt, I mean, you, know? you, you we'll Mike. Mike has some it. venting to do that. It's <laughs> not. It's not great for the Lawyers podcast. Lawyers have told me that I can't do it on the podcast. That's so and that's, that's, that's fair. That's and fair. I think it's best for the podcast. <laughs> it's just not a good look. It's not. It's not. You guys. Yeah. It's interesting. And needs to be discussed, but Absolutely. not in public. <laughs> but yeah, basically, I, I had been I had been making hash uh, for the company for probably like six or nine months or something like that, and like to the point where I had like fully taken over the washes and like started doing that. Like homeboy was just like I'm the head hash yeah. maker. I run. It was just me and him in the department. Like all these cannabis industry cats, like people will think that like oh there's some big money behind this. Things are fancy, and it's like bro. We were flooding out uh, an office, like <laughs> with fucking computers and shit, like plugged in everywhere. Oh shit, like, we gotta move this. It's like fuck, 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 get the hose, get the hose, get the hose. Like, yeah, <laughs> we almost started some electrical fires, but like it's stupid. Like, but uh, so it got to that point, and then you know, just had a little falling out. And then the day that we had the falling out, I was just like, I'm doing this on my own. Like, I just I'm gonna start doing this on, by myself. I don't give a fuck. I like I. Yeah, I can flood out my own office. It was, I, I I I converted my bedroom into a fucking into an ice water hash little laboratory, and like I moved all of my living stuff out. Like I, okay, I, I, I yeah, no, no, no. I moved I moved my bed out. I moved my work. bed out. I moved all my clothes and stuff. I was living in the living room for like a like a year and a half in, in my apartment. I was living in my living room. No running one hash. said shit. No, man. Like it's it's uh, there's nothing dangerous going on either because it's not like it's butane, you know. Like with the this is the safe way to be exactly. If you got a bucket, some water, and some ice, I mean, if you set that shit on fire, like that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oil companies can do that. They do. They yeah, do. They do. That impressive. is impressive. impressive. Shit yes. looks like Cthulhu is coming it out is. of the ocean right now. It is. Yeah. <laughs> But um, so yeah, I started doing it on my own. Started working with a couple of uh, a couple of gardeners that I knew. This is one of the homies that that was one of the first people to give me some some material to process. And uh, and what do you think about doing no-till as far as doing extractions versus other types of stuff? So I haven't run too much of what uh, colloquially I guess they call uh, we'll call salt weed. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is like this. I, I'm smoking some salt weed right now. It's very, very good. It's just bottle nutrient, like synth, synth, gotcha. synthesized nutrients. They call it salts. Gotcha. It's fucking delicious. It's really say, good. Well, no, it always tastes better. No, nah, it's a cut above. This is the dispensary out here that I usually go to. It's really fucking good. Like it's like my my go to if I can't get anything from one of the no till buddies or something. Right. You know, it does smell great. It it's, smells great. It's solid trees, dude. Mm -hmm. They they do a really good job. And people, especially in the no till community fucking bash the shit out of salt weed they just bash everybody else yeah, yeah. it's like they're like high like like religious zealots it's, it's, to a point you know where it's like they don't they have to west side story it's the jets versus the sharks <laughs> it is, and it's about like, as dangerous too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why are y'all snapping at you you just start dancing man that norm mcdonald's sketch is so funny there's if you guys don't know it look pause the podcast smoke something that makes you giggle and then google norm mcdonald west side story snl sketch because it's it's just him reacting 
to people doing a musical fight happening. And he's like, what, what is happening? Why are you all snapping at each other? Uh, sorry. Oh, you're good. But I do notice that a lot of the solventless dudes try and fuck with organics a little bit. They do. Uh, you could say as like a ground rule, you usually have more terpene rich materials that come out of a no-till method or even like a living soil method or organic method like however you want to like break that down and categorize it it or whatever like we do like we do did you have you moved out of the bedroom yeah yeah (laughs) that was that was about that was early that was early on dude that was uh that was probably like a year's worth of, of doing that and uh but yeah i turned into a legit cold room too like i wasn't playing i had that bitch rocking at like 38 degrees like yeah (laughs) well that's the annoying thing and beautiful thing about cannabis is like any other industry you're working at a job it doesn't go the way that you want and you're like well i'm gonna take these talents i'm gonna go out and start my own thing like you know tons of people start businesses in their garage in their bedroom trying to get going and stuff like that but this podcast yeah started in my now grow room yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i got my little tent i'm teaching them the no-till styles and stuff like that i mean i will say this like i've grown a couple three outdoors over the years just like man you know just hobby bullshit like out like out on the in the west coast yeah west coast yeah in la i live in la and uh just in the backyard and at my friend's spot across the hill and uh i will say like the no-till is the least i've ever done once i get it in the soil once i got in the soil like just watering a little bit i was a little worried where there and then I went and I had to go on the road and do shows and I was like, ah, this is a test. And I came back and they were in like wonderful shape. And I was like, (laughs) oh, oh, wow. This is, this is awesome. He's like, I can barely fuck this up. This is, (laughs) so that's, yeah, that no-till is. Yeah, my buddy's gotten off of like pretty much all of his implements at this point. I got a homie, yeah, I got a homie that's like, he's like, I figured out my fucking topsoil. I figured out my top dress and we're going water like we're just going water and straight the, water that's straight all water. That's, is that what you're is that what you're rocking? i'm still yeah, i'm yeah. still i'm still i'm at we're at the point now because i haven't been I haven't, I haven't been growing for uh the entire time i've been out here uh i we kind of a similar situation where it was like i was just sick and tired of what was going on and i was just like fuck it i'm doing this and i just like got the beds got the soil started fucking started rocking and uh, but I've been doing shit tons of research, obviously, like the whole time I've been out here, it was like the whole goal. If you're going to make ice water hash at the high levels that you need to make it, you got to know how to produce the resin that's yeah. going to be able to produce the hash that you want. Because it's, it's, you know, it's a corny ass fucking saying, but fire in, fire out, you know, this, uh-huh. it's the only way. So universal principles. Absolutely. Yeah. Same thing as the kitchen, hands in, full hands out. <laughs> yeah. And just like the kitchen, once you have something that's amazing, you got the best produce, you got the best, yes, whatever the you case can may tell. be. Yes. Not only can you tell you, you have to, your job now is just to not fuck it up. Yes. <laughs> and most of humans, it's putting your stuff in it. It's avoiding putting that that stuff in it and letting the thing that's and that's so much of like all of life is like stop and that's a, it's an ego thing i think it's true sure. it's hard it's our ego i'm going right to and i can't wait to pack that <laughs> that's, that's some ogkb i uh, this is which is one of my favorite strings that i don't think people fully understand that's the cross that's in everything it, it is yeah it is oh, one of no. it's in so much y'all are about to I and can, nobody really knows about it's in it. so much and nerd out, uh, jeremy is, is that of the lineage of form as well if yeah, i'm not mistaken yeah, yeah. so you know uh i'm listening the homie that found form cut cookies uh he runs a genetic company always be flowering mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah solid cat dude solid yeah, cat yeah. found out we're like from the same fucking neighborhood really yeah it's fucking <laughs> hilarious dude <laughs> well that's my favorite too doing this podcast and you know we 
I'm from right outside Philadelphia. Word. And the amount of East Coast people we've run into, it's just insane to me. So it's always nice. And like we talk about this a lot in this podcast. Is it being a community vibe of once you get to meet the good people, you're like, oh, yeah, I know that. And then that. And you can connect and make the spider web of connection in this. So, you know, I definitely appreciate that aspect of it. But you learn who the bad people are, too. Yeah, you learn real quick who the bad people are. What are some of your uh, favorite strains to wash? I mean, just everybody's everybody's in love with washing the GMO. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves washing the GMO. We've got another pheno of uh, the forum cut and uh, and the chem D that we run. Yeah. Uh, I, I just like making the distinction just because everybody's like, no, it's all GMO. It's GMO. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> Skunk Master Flex found GMO in Michigan from Momiko Seeds. Was it a Forum D or Kim yeah. Forum Chem? I forget what they called it. I think um, it was the D. D cookies. Or, but it's Chem D Forum cookies. Yeah. Do you uh, guys know what you, he's talking about? When, okay. It's the lineage <laughs> of seeds. This I is the it, stuff we have. I understand. <laughs> what it is <laughs> but it is wild to me the way you guys are like now that skunk master flex from michigan <laughs> and he was good it's like it's like nerd shit when you learn lore no i mean it's like the Stephen colbert talking about lord of the rings it's right? the same kind of like i get it but like i have to stop you guys because like I'm even more well versed than most people, and I'm like, good Jesus! So I have to stop for our listeners who are like, what are they? What are they What's doing? Did, I, did it skip a part? I don't understand. <laughs> no, the, the thing did not skip. Yeah. They just went into nerd talk. I, I only brought up the the lineage on that because it's again, it's another forum cookies cut. It's just such an important strain. No, and I, <laughs> no, and I want you to. I just have to stop. No, I, I feel before you. the spiral happens, and I'm like, no, 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 you guys can't go. That it's a deep, deep rabbit hole. <laughs> yes, we can. After this, we can record a dime bag of you guys just saying stuff I don't understand. <laughs> That's great, but this one we. I need you to stop that. But that is important. Like where it all comes from, people need to understand like, like all these names and shit are a lot of it's just marketing more than anything. Absolutely. Don't get lost in it. A lot of it's the same strain from this and they just named it. It's marketing, but it's also people who have, you know, found these beautiful little quote unquote mistakes and bag seeds and stuff like that, that like cornerstones of the industry are like built on. Like, yeah, they're all bag seeds. Like yeah. chem, chem was found in a bag. Diesel was found in a bag. Cookies was found. The, the forum cut cookies was found in a bag. Which is funny because it is also with these poly fucking hybrids, why they're not as sustainable and you know you can have a lot of fucking stability. genetic drift stability and shit issues happening in it but it is like this like oh we never seen anything like chem before and look at the way it's growing it's like oh this is a miracle the mac one miracle alien cookies that was you know just a random one he was just like oh what the fuck and so like it is it is like the whole bicycle day thing of the dude just finding lsd and riding home on his bicycle and being like holy fuck i'm high as shit right now like when you get that with the genetics it's super fun and there's a whole lore behind it and everything i get it (laughs) but uh you were saying uh what we like washing we uh we definitely love running uh, the GMO and all of all of the forum uh, Chem D crosses that I've come across because it's definitely been a couple where people like have given me a bag of GMO or something. I'm like, that's not GMO. Like yeah. it's close, but it's not. It's too pretty to be GMO. Mm-hmm. Like or just one thing or the other, you know. But um, huh. we run um, watermelon sorbet. Ooh. which is a, a watermelon Skittles uh, KC mango cross i don't know they so again there's so much lore behind the kc strains because that's such an old school thing that it was mm-hmm. before we really could keep record um and it's very regional also it is so i always thought i always heard and had thought the kc was kansas city but then i come to hear that it was a dude or something do you know yeah. do you know supposedly it was a dude okay 
but I've also heard from the same amount of people that's Kansas. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And like I was saying, that's the fun part yeah. of and the history. So the mango I heard was a, just a pheno of the KC brains, but then it could be its own strength. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Um, I forget the name of the breeder uh, that did the watermelon Skittles, but my buddy actually was a freebie pack that he got. <laughs> And he popped a couple of phenos of it, and we found one that does constant 5% after the wash, like clockwork. Which is a very high amount of return, which is what you're looking for. Oh, wow. If you're going to say, like, average, what would you say, like, an average strain? Not even, like, an average hash strain. Like, an average strain, what, two, if you're lucky? So, yeah, two... What so it depends the way that you're growing and stuff like that. Absolutely. But yeah, when it comes to like no till, like I'm hearing that it's supposedly anywhere from two to like seven percent somewhere in seven there. is absurd. Yeah. I've, the highest percentage I've ever touched that it was after the wash, not after pressing rosin, was six point two oh. I wanna say. And there was that forum chem. Yeah. Whoa. So, so that's the amount of return. So, you know, that's why the way that these guys are doing it right now is making some of the highest quality stuff out there um, because it takes so much of actual raw product to actually extract this heady version of it. Uh, so, so, like, mm, you get more and you mm -hmm. get more and you get more, right? Um, I mean, I confused you guys. I was awesome. <laughs> Now you know how I feel all the time. <laughs> so, so when you talk about a pound, a pound of dry flour, a pound of I'll talk about that yeah. frozen. <laughs> it's literally a three percent return off of that. Oh, so if you put a pound of wheat in, you get three percent. If it was dry, it would be higher because there's a lot of like water mass to relate to when you're talking. Like, as I run fresh frozen material, yeah. So that's like when they when they cut it and they put it. Right yeah. in the freezer. Right in the freezer yeah. in the field and shit. Or in the in the grow wherever you're at. Yeah, yeah. you just get well, it I've into the freezer it, yeah, as soon as possible. It. Yeah, <laughs> we've seen it in a couple of places where it was just neat to recognize. Like, what are they got in those? Oh, I see what they're doing. That's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah, but um, it's humbled is a lot of freezers on trailers at a certain time of year. We're like, what the? Oh, oh okay, okay, cool. Yep. I even see it around town too. I'll see two or three little low boy freezers in somebody's pickup truck and just be like, I know what you're doing, baby. <laughs> There's once, some place. That's why Denver's you know, cool. you know. Yeah, that's no, why Denver's like, cool. Like your I'm, assuming, I'm assuming Oregon is pretty similar to that where, like, people are just, like, kind of numb to that shit at yeah. that point where it's, like, they don't even care. Like, I know there's a lot of places on the East Coast. Like, could you imagine doing that in Philadelphia once people know what you're doing? I think about the same Man, thing. I'm from Miami. Follow you home. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, think, well, I wouldn't even go to a grocery store in Miami. What are you doing you know? with like, that no. trailer full of Frasers? <laughs> like, yeah, I was just thinking, like, in East Tennessee, if you – that was my first thought. I was like, if you had a trailer full of Frasers, four people would just ask you, like, hey, man, what are you doing with that? Just, you know, I was like, shut the fuck up. That's but what I'm doing. You might with. pull it off in hunting season, huh? <laughs> no, they still want to know. No, like, that's too much. Many, that's too many deers, man. <laughs> well, so I just did a bunch of fresh frozen not yeah. too long ago. Um, and I pick up the freezers from White Label, who was doing it for us. And literally on the freezers, on Sharpie, had a farm name cross out, another farm name cross out, just like whoever was getting it that yeah. season, getting to rent the freezers, just wrote their name on and then crossed out. That's hilarious. <laughs> and so if you know, it's like, no, just look up on Instagram and yeah, that's one of the larger outdoor farms in Oregon. Holy shit. <laughs> well, also, yeah. And if in East Tennessee, you're moving that much frozen beef, you're like, we have trucks for that. There's like, a, <laughs> you don't need to. That's what I started thinking too. It's like, if this is like a regular, like, I shouldn't say this, but I'm not probably going to do it, but it is my thought in Humboldt, especially was like, if this becomes like a regular part of the industry, like just soup up a fucking <coughs> reefer truck. That's it, what I dry in. That's well, not even like something that big, like a reefer van. Yeah. Yeah. Like put four wheel drive and just that, that's what you do is go pick up fresh cut and take it to bear extraction house or whatever, you know? So like, I was you, like, that is a business. So, but then what you have to do though, is it's flash frozen. So you have to get dry ice, usually like CO2 yeah. ice and stuff like that. And you got to flash freeze it 
real quick because the second that you cut the plant down and it's just sitting there and it's not frozen you're actually learning losing get it in the truck motherfucker and then down the hill (laughs) let's do it that'd be fun too to drive i'm just thinking freeze the truck listen i'm not thinking like bottom line money here (laughs) i'm thinking this would be fun It would be a fun thing. You're like, how did the business go? Oh, I didn't think that far ahead. When the IRA thought So you started off in Miami. Yeah, it says uh, I grew up down there. And then where did you go next? Uh, out here. Ooh. Came out here uh, 2016. Nice. Yeah. What was the landscape? Can I? I got some... Okay, you asked. I've been in Miami, and I remember I liked Southern Florida weed because it's all hydroponic, and it was all very there. There was no low you were getting, quality. You were getting creepy. Everything was really good. I mean, this was probably no oh five to oh five to like oh eight. Yeah, is when I was really going down there, working a lot, opening for a couple people, and then. The weed, weed was expensive. Was, it was. The guy I was working with is like, you know. You're talking about like the $400 ounce days in Miami. I wasn't buying it, but I was smoking it. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know. What, but I remember he and I discussing how you couldn't find, you weren't running into low quality mids I mean, or anything. We it weren't. Depend, it depends on like who you were shopping with and stuff. Like I, I didn't have what we call, what I was saying, what we call crippy mm-hmm. or what would be called like good weed like green weed uh probably until i was like maybe like 16 so again i was just probably like not knowing anybody though because i was a fucking kid yeah and i was but i just remember like as we were traveling around the country like south florida was somewhere i was like oh man the we've always been known for really good weed and i mean like even cats that like were out in cali doing it big like a lot of those cats came from south florida like a lot of them like it i was, was just saying the indoor, ABF, it was know, all uh, indoor i look back yeah no for sure it had to be it had yeah. to be but it was all like this is good oh dude i used to work i used to work at the hard rock casino in 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 hollywood florida okay i there. played the improv there a bunch so i used to work there like right around the area there i don't know exactly where i'm gonna give you a, i don't even remember anyway so yeah. i couldn't <laughs> but it was a trailer park somewhere around uh-huh. there that uh the homie like the kids that were running it had like a bunch of trailers wired together <laughs> this is so florida they were running power through it they were running they were running power through them and uh and they had ops it was the first time i had ever seen i've never seen it since either it was weed with pink hair well <laughs> like the hairs were like pink yeah like it's crazy shit really good high quality hydro shit yes no i remember yeah. some, that when i when i was telling the story like i am thinking about a couple of rooms in that hard rock where we that's where we i was just me and him being like fuck this is good stuff <laughs> do you want to go gamble no there's no reason to like this is, <laughs> this is great yeah. we already won we had the jackpot yes. son. We got it. <laughs> sit on the balcony no, and just stare we at definitely at the we, we definitely were always spoiled uh especially like i said if those cats that were going out to cali yeah in the 90s and shit were from south florida where the fuck you think they were moving yeah packs to and shit you know they were definitely offing them down to us um but what we had a lot and there's the story that everybody tells is like uh, josh d you know josh dog uh is a legendary uh grower and uh breeder uh in the community he uh he's got a huge probably like an hour-long interview telling the story about um the origins of the og kush and how it was something that they had actually it was like a a pheno of something that they found in florida uh and it was uh what we were all calling crippy yeah which was just like at a certain point it just became anything that was green and smelled loud bright green (laughs) it was just the term for good weed for us for a really long time but apparently it actually meant something so uh, there was a plant now there's cats in hawaii uh, what part? Because I'm going there. In so. Kauai. Damn it. I'm going to Maui. <laughs> There's cats in Kauai that are claiming that they had the crippy since like 88. And what we had in Florida was like a bag seed version or something. I don't want to butcher the story, but look up 808 Genetics 
they're the ones who claim to have the Krippy and like the origins of the Krippy, which they're claiming is where OG is coming from. Love it. That's fucking awesome. I love that people in Hawaii are like, nah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's some bag shit. We got the fucking, you're like, prove it. And you're like, all right, come on down. <laughs> I don't know a lot of these cats. I'm just talking from what I've seen. No, no, them, no, them directly well, saying. I'm not know, talking like, shit about anybody. Right. I'm just. This is from a. I'm. I just want to. I just want to say it in case somebody's got the the old. No, that's bullshit. I heard this. I'm just going that's by, never by what I heard stop. the breeders say. And I will <laughs> let every. It's a lot of uh, hand me down information. No, absolutely, and absolutely. I, wanna, I would interview every one of them, and I want to hear every one of them be like, "Did you talk to that son of a bitch?" Absolutely. Like, yeah, and he said this. What do you have to say? But yeah, watch the that, that interview is uh, with as Josh as, D. Yeah, no, I was like, I know, I was like, I'm gonna watch that because that stuff is, I like the lineage and like story. Because a lot of it is story and mythos about who they like. Comes from a time where we couldn't write it down. Hip-hop, too. Yes, exactly. Exactly. There's, like, this cool... It's an interesting mist mysticism to it almost. And that's (laughs) why this podcast is cool, because we're trying to document this really cool part, like, transition time that's important, too. Well, we find it to what it was and what it's going to be. Yes. It's, like, an important part. And And if you don't do it right, it can be overshadowed and defined by shit it's not absolutely so if we can get these and that's what big business is doing for sure trying to be like fuck you yeah fuck you stay the fuck out of it yes (laughs) but we'll take your advertising dollars (laughs) that's fair yeah and we'll we'll make a joke about it yeah no and i will openly say we took this much money and that's why they're saying that they present (laughs) what have you thought about as far as big business coming into Colorado and doing it. I mean, big business as far as like, like how big are we talking? As like, are we talking like... The like, whole landscape. What you're seeing as far as somebody... When did, when, can I yeah. reword? Like, when you came here, it was already legal. Yeah. So, since you've been here, how has the landscape changed for the... Small time guy versus it was dead when I got here. You was already dead. The lush was like the last mom and pop dispensary. I think they're still rocking. They always had really quality stuff. They were one of the only people. I think maybe the only people that had the Fabuloso, uh, which is uh, a, a local breeder uh, arcade bred Fabuloso. It's a f- fantastic genetic, uh, and they were like the only cats in town that had it, and the real one. Like he had said that they had it and um yeah they were like it was like the only one cindy was there she was like the only one i've ever seen that's like yeah this is my my spot my son's rocking the garden like fucking crazy like you don't see that at all and you didn't see that then into you didn't see that in 2016 when i came out here ah yeah like that was already like i think what it was i think what it was was the, the recreational switch a lot of people will tell you that like a lot of people that were mom and pop medical shops before the recreational switch, they just couldn't keep up because the recreational. Went. And then the, again, some of them sold to bigger companies because of that same, which I don't fault. I'm not mad at that. That's the way, you know, that's, that's business what happens. moves that way. Consolidation it, it, of power. Until our laws are shaped differently, yeah. it is going to be the way it is. Yeah, I mean, like, quantity, unfortunately, is going to always overpower quality if we're talking, like, mainstream dollar. You know, like, if cor- if cannabis is going to go mainstream, like, the most popular weed brand is going to end up being Budweiser. Just like how beer is. You know, like, that's just gonna happen but just like with alcohol just like with beer how there's a craft movement for yeah. beer just like with alcohol where there's it's same as wine it's the same bottles, as wine there's always yeah. gonna be the it'll be more like ounces. wine than it is beer i think where there'll be like the it's short gonna be like a combination of like what the craft community is doing and then yeah. what the wine definitely because of like the natural wine movements and stuff like worrying about like terroir and like mm-hmm. no i all think the different, for like it, soil and they well, actually and focus on like the yellowtail which is like a budweiser of wine like that's what 
you know, I'm not going to say names. I almost did, but um, <laughs> shit, I forgot. I probably shouldn't have said that. Right? Well, it's just like I, I can say wine names. I'm not going to say cannabis names, but um, <laughs> there's certain people who are like that's what they're trying to do, and they, they're doing that thing. They're going to, and that's uh, the interesting thing they're doing. It's neither good nor bad at this point. It is happening, which is fine. They just yes. have to make it accessible. For people who do not want to be that. Yes, absolutely. They don't need to destroy markets. Yeah, so that people can still be there. Because you can be a McDonald's and still allow a dude to have a food cart down the street who's making burgers. Exactly. Like, that has to be there still. And to use government over-regulation to try and get rid of that dude... That's where I start happening. Which is exactly that's, what vertical integration is. Yeah. Is making us do absolutely every single version. That's why I won't go back to Florida to try to play around until that vertical integration shit is gone. Well, I don't have a few billion to play with or a few hundred million to play with to be able to do every single step of production. Like Dream World, I just want to sell hash. You know, yeah. like Dream World, I could fucking just like sell hash on the internet. <laughs> well, that, I think that's part of what we're fighting. I mean, I when I bring this up because it is a, I use every opportunity each podcast to bring this up, and I know I'm doing it, listeners. But my dream is to be able to know even now, like to one up it, like people that make hash that I like or farmers that I like and know. Why can't I go online and see what they've got right now and buy it, and then they ship it to me? directly shouldn't be a problem if everything's legal if everything if, 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 if they've got their license where exactly. they're at and doing their thing let's send it to me because i want and even the, a step further if it does go federal then what is the actual problem with that why no, can't that's why i do I'm that pushing yeah. it now we're pushing when it, hard when it goes federal it all that people will always already be in their mind like yeah this needs to be a part of the thing they're doing right now uh, the, the phrase i've been saying is uh, i just keep saying this sentence like, i just want to sell hash on the internet the way god intended <laughs> Well, so, like, one of my favorite things in Oregon right now is, like, I'll always shout them out. You know, they're definitely, it's an Instagram persona type of thing, but it's called Pie 30. They use solventless hash to make their pies. That's fucking awesome. They're gourmet pies that are edibles that are also paired with, like, the high-end craft beer companies. So, like, they'll have, like, and not, like, actual companies, but like uh you know like small craft breweries and they'll pair like different pies with that one and such tight. and it's so fucking good and to me they may not have a rec license they may not and but they'll be there because of the quality and because of <laughs> i was actually worried about that like i cough really loud I well, no, he's, about that. he's a beast, too, when he takes it. I take a massive hit because that's what I do. Wow, that's what's up, man. It tastes so good, and I was trying to be polite, but I, <laughs> I think I tickled everybody with me trying to be polite, so I apologize. <laughs> <He's just> a- <laughs> I am going to go use the restroom while you guys continue this. Not to cough or anything. I have to pee, but it's just good timing, and you guys can nerd out for two minutes, and then I'll come back and bring everybody back right. down. So... What got you into the solventless hash? Uh, honestly, I just, I, you know, we had been uh, we had been dealing with butane hash and shatter and wax yeah. and crumble and all that for a few years. And we've been taking dabs and I had gotten to a point where I was like, I'm really sick and tired of this, of dabbing this. Like I had gotten like, we had gotten a batch that was having me like fucking hawk up blood and shit from somebody and it was early on in the days we really didn't know what good shatter what this that and the third so you know uh so i was pretty much off it and then i just out of nowhere just i don't even know where i just come across somebody talking about being able to make something you can dab with ice and water Mm -hmm. and i was like that's fucking insane i want to know how to do that and you start looking into it and finding out it's like oh this this process is similar to like old school bubble hash and shit but it's a more refined version of the mm-hmm. technique and then taking that and refining it even further by pressing it and turning it into rosin under screens and intense pressure and heat um all of that just fascinated me and then i was honestly just sick and tired of what my situation was so i just wanted to to get a change and 
going into the the legal market because I've been dealing. I'm sure you as well. You've been dealing with cannabis your entire life. Yeah. You know, like I've been I've been getting in trouble for this shit since I was 12 years old. You know. So. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. 12 was the first time we smoked a joint all together. Uh. So just the idea of like not being like villainized for just like smoking and wanting to like make money in in yeah. smoking and like not being like oh shit like compared to other forms of drug dealers and like yeah you know those annoying shit in the world is like be like hey do you got any percocets like no dude i don't like why would i have that i sell weed have i ever said <laughs> <laughs> i'm not that dude like, have I'm i ever that said dude. that i would i like, used to have a bit about that's what i hated that's why like legalization was great to me because i hated going to that dude who i'd be like it was the opposite of that where i would be like yo man can i get i just want like an eighth or a quarter whatever the best you have and he's like cool you want some coke too like that is the exact opposite of what i just asked for <laughs> like why would you also and he's like i don't know some people love it i'm like i don't know anyone that buys weed and cocaine at the same time <laughs> but that is that yeah but i never thought of it from the just the weed person like, do you have also pcp and you're like who are you dealing with <laughs> <laughs> what like what made yeah, you like, think like, <laughs> who was your old drug deal because <laughs> the other joke i had too about like small town drugs is like growing up you notice like the whole town did whatever blew into town so you're just like you show up at a bar and you're like what is happening right oh well dude got acid so everyone's an acid tonight you're like oh okay i'm gonna oh, go okay that's why everyone's yeah. that's funny <laughs> we again we were spoiled man we were spoiled down we on the east coast yeah we were in miami southern yeah that's it's, it's not well, we didn't know if you if, if you experienced a drought it was because you didn't know enough people or you didn't know the right people or something that's like not, that like that was pretty much it like that's it wasn't remember, actually a drought that's crazy <laughs> it's always I remember at college there being a drought yeah where like i knew everyone in town who had it you know because you go through the list especially if you're running low you're like oh and then you and everyone was like i don't know where it's i don't know what and then you know a month later it comes find out there was a bust in nashville and that kind of thing you're like oh but weird the fun thing is being on the west coast when you're on the flip of it and you're like all right here comes you know end of thanksgiving so we won't be able to sell a box for you know maybe another two months and it's just the till drought it, it, yeah. of being able to sell because it's over because it's over flooded <laughs> yeah that's funny <laughs> it's a good problem to have yeah it's better it's better than the opposite problem of not knowing where to find you know it's just well we're yeah, sitting no, on we're yes. sitting on a couple of hundred but <laughs> Yeah, I'm just thinking like I can just start smoking it, try to work my way through it. That's hilarious because when starting in th around November 2006, when I moved to Seattle, I never worried about getting weed ever again. It's a wonderful thing. It's I never thought about that till just now. It occurred to me like that stopped being a problem, except for when I lived in New York City for like four, four to four or five months. And then, you know what? It wasn't a problem. The problem I had there was the only person I could get it from, the stuff he had made me paranoid. And that is... They had the piff. You were on the piff. They had the good hazes. It was. <laughs> and that's New York's worse, famous for the piff. They worse, love it up there. Worst city to be paranoid in. Because like, yeah. there's just so many people out to get you there. Just, I already be a little bit paranoid. I've been once. Be. Yeah, I've be. been once. I was not... You should be. There's yeah. a lot of people around you and not everyone's cool. Mm -hmm. No. So, and, but then when you've heightened that, I was like, it took me like three or four days of being stoned and being like, oh shit for that reason i'm definitely not usually a sativa smoker yeah because i definitely am like susceptible to like those anxiety attacks that they'll cause and like fits of paranoia man, and shit works you know, good like, for me normally but that shit whatever that russian dude was getting he was cool <laughs> everyone was scared of him and i was like i think he's just bald you guys <laughs> definitely gotta stay away from the thcv then but it was uh never never come across any is that like super racy like it's it's supposedly what the sativa is made out okay like, interesting 
and which I've smoked some cartridges of it. I'm like, I don't really trust you guys on what you're saying in this. Well, I mean, I do trust them, but I'm just like, I don't know specifically what's going on. Let's do this. I don't understand the science of it. Just to like, end this this episode, because we're about the the ending point of one episode. Um, well, I got this question. Someone reached out recently, and I thought it was great. And since you guys are aware on this topic, um, they were they think they got a hold of a bootleg cartridge. You know, like the packaging was kind of vague and weird, and just the the cartridge itself just seemed suspect after that. And they're like, "How do you know?" And I was like, "Well, if you don't trust it, don't do it <laughs> for sure." And I was like, "I'll ask. Th- I'll ask some pros." I was like, "But." But I got some, I want to say, like, I got that Delta stuff in Tennessee. The Delta 8? In a, like a, it, it looks like a PAX. It wasn't a PAX, but it looked like one. And uh, I hit it like three or four times, and it does, you know, give you a buzz and shit for real. It's hilarious. It makes me laugh every time. I'm like, they must not. This is, everything's stupid. <laughs> but it also, because it was in that cartridge form, like, like, it fucked up my yeah. I don't, my lungs and my like respiratory system a little bit because I was like, oh man, I don't know what's in this. This it's sucks. Distillate. It's all the fun of the distillate. It, I was immediately like, oh, like I was congested, uh-huh. and I was like, fuck this shit. Because it's it's basically the industry hot dog. Before I used to say that the joints were the industry hot dog, where you weren't sure what was in, because I knew dudes who were putting fucking fan leaves. And their goddamn joints along with trim. Absolutely. But, you know, once you get to, like, a lot of these cartridges, it is just straight-up distillate, glycerin, all these different fillers in it. And, like, so that's why, you know, having a PAX and actually putting real fucking shit in there is where it's at, especially... You know, if it's rosin, yeah. rosin's where it's going right now. Yeah, rosin and ice water ash. I wish I had some, like, full melt to show you guys, Ooh. but I do not at the moment. I usually keep just, like, a little bit. It's okay. We're people, friends. No. People, people say that they like full melt, you know, but most people, it's not a convenient product to have because like you need to keep it refrigerated and like you need to let it come to room temperature before you open the container See, this a whole is little thing it's like, you know it's gonna be like wine and weird shit like exactly like exactly it's but it's, it's the closest thing when you have real real full melt hash and people are like what does that mean because the, the the marketplace confuses people and they like label things as full melt hash when it's like three-quarter melt at best maybe you know like so a full melt dab of hash should look just like a dab of really like a dab of flour rosin where there's just like slight just the tiniest amount of residual shit that's left in your nail (laughs) if you hit some shit into your nail and that motherfucker turns black and chars up and singes up. We got a problem. That okay. is not, not full melt hash. That okay. is, I have a lot to learn exactly. about. <laughs> so it it'll should be pool clear. up. Yeah, it'll be clear. It should pool up liquidy, and then there'll be like just a little bit of sediment left when you go to puddle up and like take the the Q-tip action to it. You know, and uh-huh. get the oil I understand out. what you're talking about, but I don't <laughs> understand what you're talking. So it's about. like we were talking about before with flour. How you want that white ash type of stuff. This is the dabbing version. I understand. I understood that part. Now the reason that like a, the reason that this is a, a a thing that's separate from rosin or from other things is because I personally I found that it is the closest thing to a flower high that you'll get from an extract from taking oh, a dab of something. It really? Is, yeah. That's interesting to me. Yeah. Because and I was gonna would not you, interrupt. Would you, I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Because well, I get yeah. afraid of a lot of dabs a lot of dabs i get way too high with but like that's why i like the rosin stuff and definitely the full melt is because it's like ooh, i'm getting to experience this and enjoy this without like it being like too fucking insane okay because here's my problem with dabs is and you've heard me bitch about this before is that i they don't knock me down the way they knock other people down and they never have and it they it's like I did some low dose of Adderall. Any dab I do is like I'm like, all right, you guys, what are we gonna do? And everybody, I'm like, y'all gotta get off the floor. <laughs> 
so it's, it's funny you say that i have so a, i have a similar i have a similar uh effect like i take uh most bho especially i've noticed more than like waxes and butters mm -hmm. diamonds specifically diamonds for wake sure. my ass yes up. so if i have like two three washes to do i gotta pull a couple of day a couple all-nighters <laughs> and stuff bro just hella fucking nitro cold brew coffee and diamonds bro i'm just i'm i'll be diamonds up i'll be insane. up for days bro <laughs> that is like because uh mike schimmel from bear gave us that big that big old jar yeah and it's got diamonds in the bottom of that sauce. It was with the sauce, too. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, he it was a very kind gift the man gave us. And uh, Mike just handed it to me. Also. And I've, I've got, and I've, but you're right, I used the pen. I've got Puffco pen. I just put it in. And I get shit done. It's like <laughs> a thing for me where it is like, it's like. A, it focuses you and shit. And but it's it's always been strange to me because people are going to do dabs and I'm like I mean yeah but you're gonna fall out and they're like yeah and I'm like and I'm not and they're like, <laughs> and they're like no you won't you yeah you will not this shit and I'm like okay and then just watch them fall out and they're like all right I'm gonna go home and they're like what are you gonna do I'm well, like, the oh, one no, time in my garage my boy getting you with that uh, the headband the headband stream fucked you. Up. That's it just the fuck flower. You that was just the flower. Too high. That was the, well. That's why when he said, because flower can get me stoned. Yeah, but that's why when you said it was like flower, it's the closest thing that to a flower me. high in an extract that I've experienced. That's personally. interesting. To me. Another really interesting thing. Another thing that could two things. It could be another reason that uh, you might be waking up more on the hydrocarbon stuff, especially the diamonds. One, I feel. The terpene and cannabinoid ratios are disproportionate. Yeah, it's way off. Yeah. Uh, and we also don't know what BHO leaves behind. Mm -hmm. We don't know what that hydrocarbon isn't pulling out because we only know about so many cannabinoids. And we only know about what's even less of them we know of what they do, you know, what they actually do. So there could be some interesting shit being left behind. Oh, I behind. can't wait. No, I'd so, be so excited the more so we So, like, with the rosin thing, the way that we talk about growing organic no-till and bringing out all the secondary cannabinoids, rosin is also helping to bring Express. that through in the extract of it. Cool. Yeah, because okay. we're not dissolving the cannabinoids in anything because water thc it, is not water soluble so the water is not acting as a solvent i did yeah all right let's go play with what you borrow thank you so much for being here um holy fuck i gotta wrap up an episode i know for sure. it's, it's like not a very like <laughs> it's, we're just all excited talking <laughs> i know and it's also like this the southern gentleman that was beat into me by my mother <laughs> Uh, is very in contrast with the broadcaster that was trained in college. So when I have to be like, all right, you guys, it's like there's part of me that's like, I'm so sorry to interrupt you guys talking. But the broadcaster me is like, shut the fuck up before we have to get some weird edit in here. Oh, see, these are the people I love. These, I mean, if we're being honest, I don't want to admit we're it. We're always being honest. We're always Unless being honest. The only time we're not honest is we're just not saying the full thing. Yeah. Well, honest about. That's, I learned that from outlaw, y'all. Outlaw. But no, these Florida dudes for sure reminded me a lot of myself, which says more about myself than anything else. You know, like, it's, yeah. I, I had a friend I grew up with that had backwoods tattooed on his arms, like a full arm set back, the other arm set back. And woods. Has, would cry if you took him to the actual woods. <laughs> no, yeah, it's more about the blunt lifestyle. I know. But it's so that always made me laugh where i was like what no i know people that have backwoods and they don't know it's a brand <laughs> but yeah i love this one i love getting super nerdy about the solventless hash it's for sure becoming a huge thing in this industry once again it's the nerdy weed cannabis heads who are bringing it to the forefront and making the larger market demand it and the way he talked about strains too just reminded me about talking about that was samples. fun that was fun to listen to you guys nerd out about seeds and and strains just that part was fun because like you know and because <clears throat> the dab thing 
and we showed him later he didn't believe it i was like they just don't hit me like everyone else it's like a and uh he was like uh <laughs> even like after we hit the thing you hit it mike hit it mike was like, i'm gonna do this much and i was like cool and then the guy's like hey be careful blah 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 and mike was like no just do a thing watch and i just he he still didn't believe it until i did it and you could see in his eyes he was trying to be cool but he was like what the hell and i was like yeah do it again do it again it's i not- make this stuff and you're eating it quicker than i can actually make it so it was that happened on the street in seattle one time i was doing a one of those get high shows where yeah. you do a set and then everyone gets high and you do another set but it's just like i'll just do another set um and they had the dude that made the like he's from a lab in seattle and he had the thing we're in the alley and i just kept doing them and then finally he just went hold on i've got some stuff that it's like r and <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna see. He's like, we can't sell it. Do you mind? I was like, yeah, throw it in here. And I just did it. <laughs> and he was like, huh? Do it some more. I was like, yeah, man, that it just tastes good to me. And he was like, you're gonna go up. And I was like, I'll close the show. And I'm gonna sit here and smoke joints until it's my turn. And then I'll do fine. And he was like, cool. I was like, if you're hiring, I'll do R&D for you guys. All <laughs> Billy, powered by cannabis is really... It's reality. a th. It's a pure THC for whatever reason. It's just like it. I'm just like, oh hey, what's up? All it's cylinders for you. <laughs> you want to do all cylinders? Yeah, it feels good. Yeah, I shouldn't be this awake at ten thirty, but let's do it. So, but this is this fun outro. People are still listening. I hope. Follow us on the socials. Do the stuff. Uh, we're touring. We pushed the Eugene date. Uh, to October because of COVID Delta bigger thing. Um, get on Vaxxer motherfuckers. Just, <clears throat> just get it. It's a science thing. And if you don't get it, you have to explain to me how vaccine works and how a virus works. You have to explain both those things before I listen to why you don't have it. Uh, that is my theory. So follow us. Hit us up. We love you guys. Uh, grow your own. Grow your own.